This is Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Everyone's favorite Michigan travel show kicks off its 10th season on Thursday on public television. Under the Radar Michigan takes us to the places we love and places we didn't even know about here in the Mitten State. Here's the trailer for Under the Radar Season 10. Hey there, adventure seekers. It's me, Tom Dalton, and guess what? Season 10 of Under the Radar is coming your way. That's right. We've spent a decade showing you the cool people, places, and things that make Michigan a great place to be. And we're not done by a long shot. We'll show you more cool places to stay, more cool places to play, and you know us, we like to eat. So we'll keep bringing you some of the best food finds you'll find in any galaxy. Let's face it, our great state has some of the most creative and motivated people around, and we'll show you what they're up to. From young people doing cool new things, and classic characters keeping our traditions intact, to all the natural wonders we have here, we're making a list and checking it twice. Heck, there's so much to see and do, we might have to check the list three times. So get ready for Under the Radar Michigan Season 10, and uh, trust me, it's going to be a wild ride. Who needs pure Michigan when we have under the radar? We do. We do. We do. We do. <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't know this, but a lot of people don't know this. But when you hear my voice, yeah. um, on the show, I'm doing the voiceover in Jim's laundry room. <laughs> ten years, still cheap. Yeah, ten years, still cheap. Yeah. Still cheap. Still he makes me the, fold. Jeep, right? I want to welcome Tom Dalden, who Thank is you. the host of Under the Radar Michigan in Detroit today, and Jim Edelman, who is the executive producer of Under the Radar. Thank and you. always great to see you guys here. Has it really pleasure. been 10 seasons? That doesn't mean 10 years, does it? It does. It does? It does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> yes, Actually, the does. official the official anniversary will be 2020, okay. uh, June 24th. Right, but, wow. but yeah, it's, we're wow. starting our 10th season now. Oh we were just goodness. actually hoping this would last long enough until we found regular jobs <laughs> again. And gosh, it just seems that to That recession have... just won't let go. No, right? not, <laughs> not of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, I just think the show keeps, in spite of us, it keeps going and going and getting more popular. And I think it's because, A, I don't look smart enough to lie. That's what and, a liar would say. Yeah, and, exactly. And B, um, we don't take ourselves too seriously. It's genuine discovery, hence the name Under the Radar. Yeah. Like you said, a lot of things people don't know about, uh, but should know. Yeah. Uh, and it is wonderful fun just to watch. I mean, I get to talk to you guys and see you guys in person. But if you're just a viewer, I think uh, there's something about this show that the, the, the sort of serendipity of it uh, that, that I think is really genuinely, genuinely fun. Um, talk about 10 years ago then, where you came up with the idea to do this. Oh wow! Well, ten years ago, we were—I uh, was producing uh, producing car commercials, and which is funny because I know nothing at all about cars. <laughs> they actually have my man card on the wall behind the counter where I take my car to get fixed. But um, yeah, we—I was producing car commercials, and when the economy crashed and the auto companies crashed, I lost ninety percent of my income. Wow! And Jim, you were in radio. I was in radio, and you know, on inauguration day '09, they blew out seventy-five percent of us national sales managers. So, you know, I think, and then I actually was working here when we, we oh, got the right. word that our funding was coming in. Wow. So, wow. yeah, it was uh, that was a poor timing. And yeah, so the, like, <laughs> like a lot of people in 2009, we had to reinvent ourselves. Yeah. And we came up with this harebrained scheme, and it worked. <laughs> yeah. To show people the state, right? I yeah. I mean, that's yeah, really yeah, the that conceit. Was, that was, at, at its purest form, it's just the people, places, and things that make Michigan a great place to be. And we're not an original concept. 
You know, I mean, it's, no, there's, there's a lot better shows out there than ours. But <laughs> well, not here I, in Michigan. No, man. not no, here no. in Michigan. And I think, you know, again, not taking anything away from the shows that are on our fellow, you know, PBS stations. Uh, it is a concept that works well in PBS. We just took it a notch up. Tom adds so much to the. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I'm sure. what, adds what? <laughs> well, uh, 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 you're a, a really good concert conversationalist, and you know, not not to turn this into what I like about Tom Dalton's uh, ten minutes, <laughs> here, but that guy. was not the theme of no, this. No, it was not. No, but I think it is. We're surprised every day at where this show is going, and it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. So I talk about how the show has changed over 10 mm-hmm. years and maybe how the state itself has changed mm-hmm. over 10 well, years. Well, it's funny. When we started in 2009, uh, we were all down on the state of Michigan. Even my own kids were saying, I can't wait till I graduate college. I can get out of Michigan so because go. we were all down on where we lived. Mm-hmm. Now it's completely turned around. And I like to think that we're a part of that, uh, we're a part of that change. But um, now... You talk to people, and they're so proud of where... They, I always say, try living in one of the square states. <laughs> but we're all so proud of where we live um, that it's just a joy to be here. Yeah, there's there's a lot of changes happening. We, we saw this, and they may have mentioned this before, that Port Huron, we went in season one. We went back in season five. All the downtown living, loft space, was taken up in those four years. Wow. People want that authentic downtown walkable community and obviously we've seen a massive change in Detroit still a lot, lot of lot of room to grow yeah um, as, as you would with a city of this size but the change the, the the Detroit I knew when I worked downtown is vastly different yeah I mean Detroit of course uh, has been featured more than any other city on mm-hmm. on the show and Correct. of course that makes sense because it's the best part of the state but yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but talk about that change i mean yeah. well, uh, over 10 years that that's an, an incredible transformation oh it even brought my daughter downtown she lives in the city and loves it um but we're um t- talking about one of the biggest changes in detroit is the food scene oh my gosh it's happening so fast that we've got in season 10 we have a special show we're doing called the Detroit restaurant ketchup show, which has nothing to do with the stuff you put on your hamburger. <laughs> it's just ketchup. We're trying to catch yeah. up with us, so right. we're going to cram as many. Uh, we got a schmirching machine. We're going to schmirch as many <laughs> restaurants into one show as we can because there's a plethora of places to please your palate. It seems now. like every week, and in, yeah. in certain parts of the city, especially, you just have new offerings all the time. Yeah, it is, and it used to be. You know, you go back 10, 15 years, you knew months in advance of what new restaurant was going to open. And you got excited and you had time and you all talked about it amongst your community of friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's, it is happening so fast. Yeah. Uh, so do you ever struggle to find new places to feature on the show? I mean, 10 years is a long time. Could you ever run out of material? It's funny you should show? mention that because when we first started doing this show, season one, a friend of mine said to me, you're just doing a show about Michigan? Well, dude, what are you going to do <laughs> after one done. season? Yeah. yeah, and we get tons of emails every day, um, dozens of Facebook posts every day from people saying, "Have you been to this restaurant? Have you met this person? Have you seen this place? Have you been on this hike?" Have you? And we keep all that information. We categorize it. We alphabetize it. Uh, it's all on our laptops, and uh, we have enough to do for. I mean, I'm hoping our kids want to take over the show because <laughs> it's just in a state of 10 million people where it's the same distance to drive from my house to Ironwood as it is to drive from my house to New York City. Right. In a state that size, with this many creative, motivated, incredible people, there's new stuff happening 
every day. So we'll, we will never run out. I don't think I knew that, that a lot of the ideas come from other people. Absolutely. Reaching out to you saying, hey, do you know about this? Or right. you should go see this. That's but, why I, when I go to buy ice cream, I can't buy ice cream at the grocery store because I'm stopped <laughs> so many times. People hey, saying, what about this? Yeah, saying, have, have you seen this? Have you met this person doing this great thing for kids? Have you? And yeah, we do. We keep all that. And so when we first started doing the show, we had to actually do what's called research. <laughs> but now people are just our biggest resource. Wow. Wow. Um, uh, what should we expect to see on this season, this 10th mm-hmm. season of well, Under the Radar? The premiere program, we're doing a show we called um, Journey to the Center of the UP, which is just a fancy way of saying it's a special on the center part of the Upper Peninsula. Um, <laughs> so, we're, yeah, we're featuring, we're going to uh, talk with the, the Hannibal tribal community up there. Wow. Um, we, we go on a charity sale out on Big Bay Dinoc. Uh, there's the Upper Hand Brewery. Yes, they drink beer in the UP. Shocking. Yes. Yeah. And the I brewers never, wear I've never beers. heard of this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this beer. What is this beer you speak of? And because this is radio, I brought notes. You nobody can even tell that I'm not I'm also wearing my pajamas. But uh what you, I told oh, you about that. Yeah, sorry. There is a brand new uh, golf course up there that and if you've seen me golf, you know that I'm not a golfer, but we do feature a great new golf course up there. Um oh and the the ancient UP tradition of Trinary toast. What's For that? over 100 years, there's this, I think it's finished, this toast, special yeah. toast that they make up there that people come from all over the world huh. to eat. And it's in a little teeny town called Trenary, and it's called Trenary Toast. And a young couple, this is how traditions are kept alive. A, a couple in their 20s just bought this, and they're going to continue the uh, tradition. Wow. So, what yeah. What is what is Trenary Toast? Like, what, what are they It's doing? like a dry... Uh, a toast that's got cinnamon on it, and it's really great to dunk in your coffee. Wow. So. Wow. See? Learn something every time you guys come in the studio. I we didn't bring any, though. We that. ate it all. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll have to go to Trinary and, and get some. Uh, all right. Whenever you guys are here, we like to do a lightning round yes. at the end. Oh, I love this. So let's get to that. Best fall activity in southeast Michigan. Wow. <laughs> well, donuts and cider. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we probably say that uh, every time, but I mean, there are so many cider mills uh, in Southeast Michigan, um, and there's so many cider mills that are now doing hard cider. Yeah. So there's it yeah, makes that it even that much more fun. <laughs> yeah, my wife. It, it sounds cliche, but yeah, my wife and I did that this past Sunday. Um, but people always say to me, "What's the best? Where's the best place to go for fall color?" And you know what? Just this past, this is last year, I went for a walk in my neighborhood and took out my phone and took photographs of fall foliage, the color, and it looks like something from a nature magazine. I mean, you don't have to drive three or four hours into the country to see fall color. Just just go outside. Just hang out in your neighborhood, right? Yep. Wow. Totally. Yeah. Um, Best tchotchke shop in Michigan, or at least the best town to buy Michigan-themed trinkets. Oh my gosh! I was going to say, go ahead. You go. Ahead. I, I, I get well. Seashell City yeah. is just this yes. oddball collection of shells and tchotchkes. Yeah, they you know. So you think you're just going to get shells in there, but then there's a whole bear section. Right. Yeah, I've been. We, we drove by that. My mom would never stop. We drove by that a million times when I was a kid, and finally it took us getting a TV show to to pull into that place. 
and it is bizarrely wonderful. Yeah, this is uh, on I seventy five on the yep. way up to Mackinac. Yeah, about a half yeah, hour in, south of the bridge. Yeah, yeah, like it's the, actually Sheboygan is, is what it? their mailing address is. Yeah, it's I called Seashell City. Be careful when you say it. <laughs> Three <laughs> but, times fast. Yeah, <laughs> but it is. It's amazing, an amazing place. Yeah, no, I love that place too. Um, so, what's the best place? to look at Halloween decorations mm. where people just lose their minds. Oh, you know what? I was just there Sunday. My wife had never... We did a show in Romeo, and it's called Terror on Tilson Street. Huh. And the entire street, all the people that live on Tilson Street, you would not believe their front yards. I mean, they have entire hockey teams made out of <laughs> skeletons with actual Zambonis. And so I drove my wife there, and she was amazed. Just so go out to Romeo, which is just north of Detroit. Yeah. Um, Tilson Street's about a quarter mile south of the downtown, and just draw. I mean, you can go uh, during the day and see it. It's the most incredible Halloween display I've ever seen. That is cool. I would never have known that. Uh, mm-hmm. How did you guys find that? Oh yeah, people Research. sending us people no, yeah, hard research. Hard <laughs> research. People, somebody sent us an email, and we we're like, really? "We're journalists. You're Steven. investigative reporters. I forgot that." <laughs> yeah, Tilson. Yeah, terror on Tilson Street. In Romeo. Very cool. All right. I'm going to have to go check that out. <laughs> uh, best place to go canoeing or kayaking, which we can still do in the fall for, I don't know, a couple more weeks before everything Boy, my favorite over. place to canoe is up near the sand dunes. Um, it's just south of Empire. It's called the Platte River. Uh, hmm. And you go to, um, it's called Riverside Canoe Rentals. And it's this lazy canoe trip that takes you through a little lake and you end up... Um, in Lake Michigan, well, you don't have to go into it. Right. <laughs> you probably shouldn't in a canoe, but um, but yeah, it's um, it's up in. Oh, go go ahead. No, no, I was going to let you finish. Oh, I, I'm I was done. done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we just for for an upcoming show, we just did a uh, Rouge River kayak tour around Zug Island. Really? Oh, it's called the Industrial. Super cool. It's called Riverside Kayak Connection. Uh, down river, that's a great one. Uh, we, yeah, we just filmed that. I can't believe I didn't <laughs> think of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's called the Rouge Industrial Tour, and it takes you through the belly of the industrial beast yeah. down there. Yeah. And you actually kayak right past giant freighters, huge industrial complexes. It's And then you come out, when you end, you come out into the Detroit River, and there you are, the bridge to your left, huge freighters going by. It's Yeah, it's pretty amazing. That sounds really cool. Yeah. Well, All right, so last question. Considering you guys have probably seen all of them, what uh-huh. is the best rest stop in Michigan? Wow. <laughs> I will say that I've been amazed that they're all consistently really good. Pretty good? Yeah. yeah. Now, we did go into the Welcome Centers because I figured those had to be better, right? Um, and the Welcome Center up at Su- in Sault Ste. Marie was pretty fancy. Yeah. Where's the rest stop that we stopped at? And there was a hike. You could go on a hike oh. that went up. And we all, like a bunch of little kids, we all pile out of the car and go, ooh, there's a hike. And we went on this little hike that had a beautiful out- overlook. This overlook. That's yeah. on the way up to Mackinac, yeah. too. I passed yes. that. Uh, yeah, but I can't tell you where it is because I don't know. It, it, se- it is on 75. Okay. We, yeah. We there just had to stop because Jim had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Tom Dalden and Jim Edelman, the brains behind Under the Radar. It's always great to have you guys here. Two men, one brain. (laughs) Go to to utrmichigan.com if you want to know more. That's right. And check out season 10 of Under the Radar on Detroit Public Television. Oh, this Thursday at 8.30. This Thursday at 8.30. This Thursday evening at 8.30 on PBS. All right. Guys, always great to see you. Thank you. Thanks. Come back tomorrow. We're going to be talking about changing attitudes toward death and the ethical questions that surround our healthcare system's emphasis on prolonging life at all costs. 
This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's NPR station, your connection to news, music, and conversation. We'll talk again tomorrow.